Welcome to a podcast for new adventure seekers, Destination Downriver. Welcome to the Destination Downriver podcast, presented by the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. My name is Ron Hendricks, and I am your host. I am also the president and CEO of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, which is a great partner of the Destination Downriver Coalition, and so excited to be coming to you for the November podcast, and we will be celebrating here in just a few days the Small Business Saturday, which is on November 27th. Again, today's podcast sponsor is Bella Granite. Combining over 30 years of experience in natural stone and quartz, Bella specializes in designing, fabricating, and installing custom stone works for architects, interior designers, homeowners, and builders. Check out all the latest in stone and granite designer materials at their showroom located at 16085 Dix Toledo Road in Southgate, or visit their website at bellagranitesandmarble.com. So thank you again to Bella, Bella Granite. This year, I'm going to repeat this because I think this is extremely important to remember for all of our listeners. Small Business Saturday falls on November 27th. So as the president of your regional chamber of commerce, I want to strongly, strongly encourage you to go out and support the local job providers and entrepreneurs and frankly, our local workforce who uh, many of them work at Downriver Small Businesses. So again, that's Saturday, November 27th. And you can check out a lot of, uh, find a lot of our local businesses and retailers at the Chamber's website, swcrc.com slash directory. And again, that's a great local business directory for Downriver. So Destination Downriver would like to celebrate the small, privately owned businesses that populate our Downriver communities. Remember, when you shop small, you're not just supporting neighborhood favorites, you're investing in each of our communities here in the Downriver region. There really are so many terrific, uh, terrifically creative, innovative, and unique businesses that deserve our, all of our attention in this area. And part of our mission at Destination Downriver is telling those stories so more people know about and are interested in visiting the cities and businesses that populate the amazing and beautiful and charming destination down for region. Today's guest, guest lineup represents three of the big, uh, brightest lights populating the main streets of three downriver communities. What makes our communities unique and interesting aren't just the trailways, waterways, parks, and rivers that are such a big part of Downriver, but also the one-of-a-kind retailers and restaurants that all stem from an entrepreneur's inspired vision for providing an enjoyable and entertaining experience to every single visitor that walks through their doors. Each one of our retailers has an identity in their respective communities. So let's start talking with them to make their identity even broader. So I am so happy to welcome my first guest, a great friend of mine and a member of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber. And actually, I believe one of the uh, first retailers that really bought in and believed in the Destination Downriver theme and, and the impact that it's having on our uh, community. And that is the owner of Fiorelli's Restaurant Collection in Flat Rock, Mr. John Fiorelli. John, how you doing today? It's great to see you. Great, Ron. It's great to be here. So, John, there is a, a great history at Fiorelli's Restaurant Collection, and um, Fiorelli's Restaurant Collection is actually made up of three eateries. So you have the Rock Restaurant and Bar, you have Wise Guys Bistro, and then Salute Special Events. So I'm looking here at a magazine, the Grozio Profile, and it has like a multi-page spread all about the history of Fiorelli's restaurant, um, about how when your dad arrived from Italy in 1954, Luigi, and how he started the restaurant in 1980. So instead of me kind of reading through some of this, I want to hear it from you. Tell us a little bit about the history and really on a person from a personal side, um, the story of your family and how you came about launching Fiorelli's. So when my dad, my dad came over from Italy, uh, through Ford, Ford Motor Company, and he was an executive at Ford. And as he was climbing the ladder, uh, he would, my mom was a great cook. So instead of bringing him to a restaurant, he would always bring him home. 
and my mom would cook this great dinner. And uh, so from that, it started out, she started, people said, you know, why don't you do it for a living, you know, or do mm-hmm. something to stay busy. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, she started a catering company, and then from there they bought the building where we're at now in 1975 or so, 76, and they started a restaurant, uh, mainly doing catering, and it started as a restaurant. And then in 1985, me and my wife Pam mm-hmm. took it over and uh, created this collection. And what the collection is made up is the basis of where we started our roots in catering and banquets, and um, that salute special events. And we do a lot of private parties. We do anything from showers to funerals. We're the exclusive caterer for Michigan Memorial, so we do a lot of funeral luncheons. Yeah. Uh, we actually even do it at the funeral uh, home. Um, and you know everything baby shower whatever and so that that's that venue then Mm -hmm. after that we built the rock Mm -hmm. which is kind of a under down underneath in the basement kind of place it's a (laughs) great atmosphere for date night and it's a it's a cool place to hang out you know we uh we thought that you know we're always going to oakland county to kind of hang out and why not build something that we like and that's kind of what we did and it's turned into be uh, a great venue for special days date nights yeah. and things like that so we appreciate that john because we don't want people to we love oakland county don't get right, me wrong right um but we obviously want people to come to down river and, and it's entrepreneurs and job providers like you who are creating these amazing unique destinations for for people to come to in the down river region well i mentioned that because now 12 years later since we've opened the rock is that um those people are coming to our restaurant. We're a destination yeah. for people yeah. to come from Oakland County down to Flat Rock. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, and with the other venue we have, uh, Wise Guys Bistro is more casual, pizza, burgers, and salads, has a huge outside patio. Mm-hmm. So tying into Destination Down River, what it does, and the reason I'm so excited about it, is that people are biking from Canton, mm-hmm. from, I, I've had friends from Plymouth that'll take the trail all the way down. They get oh, to Flat great. Rock. Wow. Sometimes the real aggressive guys will do that as their halfway point. Yeah. Then they go all the way to Lake Erie Metro, turn around and then come back, stop again, yep. and then go up. So Flat Rock is becoming a great uh, kayaking and walking and biking. And, yeah. and it's a destination for recreation that it deserves to be. Uh, Liz Hanley's doing a great job as economic development for uh, the city of Flat Rock, mm-hmm. along with Mary Bowling and yeah. Anita. I can't say enough great things about Anita. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's just great seeing all this coming together. Yeah. And uh, all the different uh, groups. Mm-hmm. And with the chamber coordinating everything, mm-hmm. it's just always going to go in the positive direction mm-hmm. from this time forward. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen in one day. But mm-hmm. if you look back for the last 10 years, mm-hmm. how it's progressed, I think you'll see that, well, you know, you're right in the middle of it. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's becoming great. So it's a pleasure on a Saturday to see people in Flat Rock, not only at my place, but there's other restaurants that are outside and you have a venue that they can go. And now when you're biking, yeah. you got target to shoot for i don't care how aggressive a biker you are at least you want to you know get to somewhere right Right, and so so that's kind of it's working out pretty good for us that's great john um you shared a lot of great information there and i uh you mentioned down river lane greenways and in the the december podcast we're going to be talking about the um the impact of partnerships and we're going to be talking about this down river lane greenways and some other things but with the down river lane greenways i know you kind of touched on this just a couple minutes ago but the trailways and the waterways, you're located right on the Huron River. So that really has had a tremendous impact on your business. And when people like Mary Bowling and Anita Trudeski come in and launch an organization like Downriver Link Greenways, and they create a website where you can plan a day trip and discover all the trailways and the businesses located along those trails, that has a great impact on businesses like yours. Can you talk about how those initiatives, specifically the DLGI Downriver Link Greenways, has impacted Fiorelli's? So it, it's an, it's impacted us because it's created more traffic in town. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's more traffic, people yeah. are going to stop. They want to yeah. eat. They want to drink. In our our particular case, where our restaurant is located, right behind us, there's a 12 acre park 
that has a boat launch. Mm -hmm. And the boat launch has been there for 20 or 30 years. But those ladies have put together a plan, and I sat on the board for a little while, to develop that park. And our property is about 20 feet above the level of, of that back park to make like an amphitheater all out of landscape rock where people can sit on it so you could have like a concert venue have a, a redo the boat launch so it's handicap accessible mm -hmm. it's just a big open beautiful space and so once that happens then they'll have an access now from there straight up a set of stairs right past my place right into flat rock yeah. so all of this stuff coming in the future mm -hmm. is all uh, positive yeah. and it's things to look forward to. Mm -hmm. um, and like we were talking about earlier, some of all the negative in the world that's been going yeah. on, yeah. Uh, even in our small little world, it all comes all down to us. And by the way, I think you did a fantastic job for businesses through the course of the pandemic, keeping us all informed, which is very important. Um, you gave us somebody to call mm -hmm. uh, and made things happen. But mm -hmm. Now we got to look at the positive, right? And we, yeah. we're coming out of this thing, whether mm. you know whether we like it or not. Mm. We got to look for the positive into the mm. future and make things happen. And the more people that come into Downriver, yeah. whether it's Flat Rock or Trenton, because the trail goes all the way through, yeah. all the way up to Wyandotte and wherever right. else. I think it goes all the way to Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, those are all positive things to make people move around because Downriver we. I've been here my whole life. Mm -hmm. It's just a great quality of life, you know. It's mm -hmm. there's great people. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of a lot of recreation. There's anything you want. It's there. Yeah, it's it's kind of an untold story, and that's the whole purpose for Destination Down River is to tell that unique story about how wonderful of a region Down River truly is, and and we're, it's starting to get the attention that it truly deserves, and that's that's extra special. Um, and I will mention, you know, we we were talking about the trails. Um, and the Iron Bell Trail specifically goes up all the way to the Upper Peninsula. And I know when I go to visit Frankenmuth and other places, you can actually see they have signs say this is the Iron Bell Trail. And we know it goes through, you know, many different areas of Downriver, um, which is so exciting to think about, you know, think about that. Um, but uh, I, you mentioned focusing, you, mo you mentioned focusing on positivity and that's one thing that I think we we do really good in the Downriver region. Um, there's a lot of negative things out there, and one thing that we really focus on right now is the worker shortage crisis. Um, and before I get into that topic, because that's a pretty big topic, um, and I don't want to I don't want to lose the opportunity to talk about your specific food, uh, but but that topic is on deck, John. Uh, so before we do that, um, tell us a little bit about, if I was to walk into Fiorelli's Restaurant Collection, um, what's the experience that I would have? And then talk about some of the signature dishes that you have at the three uh, eateries. So we, um, we do everything from scratch. We make our own French fries for up and wise guys. We make our own potato chips from potatoes. Uh, the beef that we have in the entire restaurant, the rock and mm. the burgers up in Wise Guys yep. is Piumontese beef. And Piumontese is a, it's kind of, it's, it's better in my opinion than Wagyu beef. It's all grass fed. It's very lean. Uh, if you eat that hamburger, you, you don't taste that fat like you do wow. in some things. Yeah, and, yeah. and our steaks down, uh, down in the rock are, uh, we sell, uh, uh, bone-in uh -huh. ribeyes and we sell fillets and they cost a little bit more but yep. nothing but compliments on mm. just the quality because the flavors are there yeah. and our chef now which is now becoming the third generation of our restaurant yep. um, Mateo he uh, the way he prepares everything from the vegetables mm. to the to the potatoes to the entrees we do uh, uh we make some fresh pasta and mm -hmm. all our sauces are fresh so i guess the, we're a scratch operation it's very labor intense yeah but the end result is that people yeah. love you know uh, coming in we had a customer from grozil the old italian guy that came in and uh, it was mateo's been here like five months now so it was yeah. right at the beginning when he was there and he, he just loved the old guy just loved the experience you wow. know so that, so don't ask me to uh, try to pronounce those types of beef. I think it's amazing that you, know, you can sit here as a chef and as the owner of Fiorelli's and tell me about these different 
types of beef and all these. I mean, that just makes me want to go to Fiorelli's for lunch and just see you guys. I'll, I'll see you later. Checking out. <laughs> Checking yeah. out, right? Well, that's what we want. We want you to go there and, and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, uh, have a date night down in the yep. rock, you know, and yep. you can be private. We have a wine locker uh, club that's yeah. there. Yeah. They all have their own lockers. We have fireplace. Yep. It's, it's very inviting as a low ceiling. Yeah. So it's uh, it's somewhere where you can go and be private. Yeah. But in the same token, if you want to have a group and you want to have a party with a bunch of people, yep. you can do yep. that too. So, so I, I got I to gotta hit on this topic before we end this segment, and that is what I mentioned earlier, the worker shortage crisis. And um, I know that you, you, you mentioned Mateo. Uh, Pogliani. Did I say that? Pogliani. Pogliani. So Matteo just arrived about five months ago from Italy. Um, He is your cousin and he is here to assist and really help with managing the restaurant. And one of the big reasons for that, from what I understand, is because of the worker shortage crisis, you guys need help. But the great thing about you, um, John, is that we see the problem, we know the problem, but in typical downriver fashion, you're a very positive guy, and you're working to partner with other organizations, other businesses, and uh, and to really see, find the common sense solutions um, to this ongoing issue. Talk a little bit about as you as a restaurant owner in the downriver region, um, what kind of experience are you having? Challenges that you're having with the re- with the worker shortage, um, and what positives do you see for us to come out of this in a strong way? So the the challenges we're having is skilled labor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we I was fortunate enough that Mateo's very close with my dad. He wanted to kind of follow the same pattern that he did. He wanted to come to America yeah. and build a dream. So fortunately, it took or I should say unfortunately it took 4 years, but fortunately he's here now. And so he's the executive chef of everything. He's handling all of the production of what we do. Beyond him, we need to build a team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with restaurants closing, where are these people going yeah. is my question. And if, you know, I've tried to, you know, there's certain schools that have some training and for, for a chef. But to me, uh, a chef is a skill just like an electrician, like a plumber, like a carpenter. And we kind of got away with that apprenticeship with all of our trades in our country. Now we're starting to get it back, but we can see that we have a a lag period of 10 or 12 years of people Mm -hmm. that were never trained to use their hands. Being a chef is an awesome uh, livelihood, you know? Yeah, it's hard work, but what's not hard work, right? So you put in a lot of time, but the self-satisfaction to have someone come in on their special day and you can make them feel special Mm -hmm. and make everything work out great, it's, it's, great you know it's a great satisfaction so mm-hmm. what we need to do is create more i don't know what the word would be incubators or yeah. uh you know some type of a program yeah. where these kids when they're younger that they spend a little time mm-hmm. but yet they do a little classroom time right. they get served safe uh certified yep. through the michigan restaurant association yep. and one of my uh, best friends is the chairman now mm-hmm. mr paul hess and um I've talked to them about it. You know, they got Surf Safe is great, but I think it needs to go more than that. It yeah. needs to get locally, bring it down to every restaurant will hire. Yeah. And, and what's happening is these people, are, the few that we have are just bouncing from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it. You work a couple of years, you get bored, you go somewhere else. But we need to have more. And it, it's a great trade. Mm-hmm. And so if we can figure out a way to create an incubator, a farm system, whatever you want to call it, yeah. so now we have young kids that are learning that, I think it'll solve a lot of our problems in the future. Those are some great thoughts, John, and um, great ideas. I know here with the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, we're partnering with um, Wayne County Community College District to launch a regional workforce talent initiative, we're mm-hmm. calling it. Um, and that's really focusing on developing a long-term strategy to overcoming the worker shortage crisis and really focusing on middle school and high school students and <clears throat> um, getting them interested in some of those you know, skilled trades and professions that are in great need today. Um, and the fact is, is that not to go on a long you know, tangent, and I easily could, um, but you know, many people, even in my generation, were taught you have to go get a four-year degree. You got to go, uh, you know, get a bachelor's, a master's, or whatever it is, and go into a certain type of profession. Uh, but I mean, the skilled trades in, in a lot of these other extremely valuable professions were completely overlooked. And and the fact is, is that a lot of people in the skilled trades and and you know, uh, you know, becoming chefs and in other professions 
are making more money than the people that have the bachelors and the masters. And so that, you know, again, I can go in a completely, you know, long tangent discussion with you about this, but I know we're out of time. So tell us, uh, what are the hours of Fiorelli's restaurant of your three eateries? And then also, can we go to a website to learn more? Yeah, we have our website, uh, Fiorelli's, I think it's Fiorelli's.com or Fiorelli's restaurant collection.com. So uh, salute special events, seven Mm -hmm. days a week, anytime. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a funeral or whatever, any day of the week mm-hmm. we're open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wise Guys is open right now. It's open from Tuesday through Saturday from 12 noon till 10 o'clock. Okay. And then the Rock is by reservations only mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from four to nine. Okay, good. So I hear uh, real quick, Wise Guys Bistro is is your newer venue, and it's a great place to yeah. to maybe pick up a sandwich, some you know pizza, things yeah. like that. Yep, yep. it's fast. It's uh, pizza, salads, burgers. It's got a great bar. Mm-hmm. It's got 16 TVs in there. And, you know, so there's a lot of, lot, lot of stuff to do if you want to come and just That's amazing. 16 TVs. John Fiorelli has been my guest for this segment of the Destination Down River podcast. John, thank you so much. You're an amazing entrepreneur and a job provider in the region. And I, I just want to say thank you for believing and investing into Destination Downriver, but even more importantly, into our entire community as a job provider and an entrepreneur. So thanks, John. We appreciate you. Thanks, Ron. I appreciate you and everything you're doing for us. You've been listening to the Destination Downriver podcast, and today's sponsor is Bella Granite, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Destination Downriver podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. My name is Ron Henricks, and I am your host. I also want to thank, again, our sponsor for today's podcast, which is Bella Granite, located at 16085 Dix Toledo in Southgate. And you can visit them on the web at bellagraniteandmarble.com. So thank you again to Bella Granite and all of our great friends at the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon, of course, who do an amazing job. Kathy Kane does an amazing job with producing this podcast and sponsor uh, presenting this podcast every month for us. So today we're focusing on uh, really uh, Small Business Saturday, which is, again, I keep reminding you in this podcast, it is September, I'm sorry, Saturday, November 27th. Let me say that again, Saturday, November 27th. And I want to encourage you again, of course, as the president of your regional chamber of commerce, to make sure that you shop small every day of the year, uh, but really encourage you to go out on Small Business Saturday, which is November 27th. So we're going to be talking to another local job provider and entrepreneur um, in this segment of the podcast, and that is uh, Zach Johnson, who's the owner of Revved Up Fun in Woodhaven, which is near the corner of uh, Allen and West Road. And if you haven't been to Revved Up Fun, it's just an amazing, amazing entertainment center, um, which really has a lot involved with it and you kind of like when you think of an entertainment center you think of you know like a trampoline park or a Chuck E. Cheese but what if you if you when you the moment you walk in the revved up fun you truly see that hey this place is really special it's very unique and it's so much different than a lot of those other maybe like corporate chain type entertainment centers and I'm here with Zach Johnson again who the Johnson family, if you don't know the Johnson family, they're an amazing family in the Downriver region. Yes, they're local to Downriver. They're local job providers and local entrepreneurs and business owners. And Zach, how are you doing today? Thanks for joining us on the podcast. I'm doing great, Ron. Thank you for having me. So as we kind of kick things into gear here with the interview um, and with this segment of the podcast, I do want to read a couple of things about Revved Up Fun, and then I'm going to ask you to kind of give your personal, uh, personal side of this. But Revved Up Fun is a family-owned and operated business that is all about hosting unforgettable family experiences. Zach, your parents started this venture to honor your grandfather's passion for cars, creating an environment that celebrates fun for all ages. Now, Revved Up Fun, I've seen it. I've been there several times. I've had my daughter's birthday party there, which was an amazing experience. Is it's a huge indoor amusement center featuring a two-story laser tag course, uh, rope courses, which is like you're way up in the air. It's so cool. I can just go on and on about how amazing this place is. <laughs> but arcade games, a themed restaurant that serves outstanding Michigan craft beers, and it's all laid out over 30,000 square feet. 
Making great family memories has always been important to Zach, you and your family, from holiday trips to birthday parties. Revved Up Fun is a terrific entertainment destination. Does that kind of fairly sum up Revved Up Fun, Zach? Yes, it absolutely does. We, uh, we have a... We have a commitment to making memories, and and we are a we're a family business. Um, and the thing about Revit Up is that a lot of it like is attributed to my mom Sandy. In that, like when we were growing up as kids, like she loves to make memories with her family. Um, she has pictures everywhere in her house, like yeah. thousands of them. It's it's crazy, but it, it's because she values memories so much. Yeah. And and we wanted to create a place in our community where where families could come together yeah. and and make those same memories and have those special experiences yeah. that that they're going to remember forever. Now, what's I think really special from the business side of of you know the business aspect of it is that Revved Up Fund is truly a family owned and operated organization. Um, so I'm going to ask you, can you talk? Can you walk us through how how you started Revved Up Fund? And I remember the early days meeting with you guys and seeing the construction site and all that. Um, but walk us through those those early days. And then also tell us, uh, I know your sister's involved, your wife's involved, your parents. I mean, it truly is a family affair. Talk, yeah. Tell us about that, you know, that, that story. Yeah, I mean, when we started Revved Up, it was like we, we owned a different entertainment company that was more like outdoor rentals and things like that. And But we, we wanted to do something that was a, a bigger impact and more, um, just more, more memorable. Um, and so we started the long journey, like, three or four year journey of getting what is now revved up open. And there's, it was very challenging. We were new to all of it. We didn't know what we were doing, yeah. um, but we learned a lot through the process. You guys, Ron, the chamber was like so helpful with just information and marketing our business. Like it was, it was such a blessing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, through that process, we obviously had contractors and stuff that worked on it, but like, if you go to revved up, you even just, see the family nature of it because yeah. um like my my grandpa's 57 ford is in there um there's all kinds of uh of theming and decoration that my dad actually built my dad mm-hmm. built our axe throwing arena mm-hmm. he built lights and a big flag that's on the wall like every everything has touches of my dad mm-hmm. um throughout it and yeah you're right like my whole family's involved my sister is a graphic designer so she does all of our graphic design work my other sister does our marketing mm-hmm. my wife helps us with employee training and experience mm-hmm. um and my dad does all the maintenance, and my mom talks to guests all the time. So um, everybody's involved in, in what Revved Up is, and, and it's that's what makes it a special experience for, I think, for our community, but especially, like, even for my family. Like, we just, yeah. we love being able to work together yeah. in the business. So the moment that, I'm just kind of, like, putting myself at Revved Up Fun right now in my mind, and I walk in, and I look up, and I see this big, huge, gigantic traffic light. <laughs> and it's like it really it's really cool how it's a car themed um, atmosphere. But can you kind of you know starting in the front, can you walk us through some of the main attractions and some of the cool things that guests will experience, including the restaurant, by the way, which the food is oh my gosh, it's like amazing. I love your food. It's yeah, talk talk about everything if you can. Yeah, so we are like it's like like Ron has mentioned, we're automotive themed, and it's. <laughs> Um, it's because like we, we love this area. Like we grew up with cars. My, my uncle works for Ford and, um, my dad has a couple of classic cars. And so, so we themed it all to be like what the Detroit area is. It's, it's an automotive area and we, and we love our cars. So, um, which is, I think makes our, our center unique. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you walk in and like right away, it's, you, you see that theme right away with the, with the traffic light. Um, and, and my grandpa's old car, which we call old greenie is, Mm -hmm. is sitting right there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you've got our ax throwing arena, um, which has, has three different bays of of axe throwing and then we have um and throughout the whole facility is our arcade um for you to play games have fun um and then we've got the xd dark ride which is a virtual motion movie theater it's i i truly think it's like a disney quality experience it's it's so much fun yeah Um, i I, so i've done the um dark ride um and it's like you're actually in the game yeah it's pretty amazing and it's it's located right next to the axe throwing area so it's like you know and some of the some of the dark ride games are like about zombie apocalypse and all that so you might be confused because you hear the axes getting thrown in the background (laughs) and (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's right. Like, so my my office actually sits right in between axe throwing and oh the dark God. ride. So at certain points in the dark ride, like my whole office shakes because there's like there's big booms and the seats move and everything. And like it's mm-hmm. it is like a completely immersive experience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what we're going for at Revved Up is we want you to be as you're in there, we want you to be immersed in the experience yeah. of what it is. I mean, I think that's like. Like what Disney accomplishes when you go to a Disney park, like you're you're transferred to a different world, mm-hmm. and and we want to try for our Downriver community to capture a little piece of that in a way that's accessible on a daily basis for yeah. for the people here. Yeah. So Zach, talk about the rope course because yeah. that that's I mean when you walk in, that's kind of it, it's it's one of the big attractions. So it's one of the first things that probably catches your eye. Yeah, so when you when you walk in, it's like there's there's a big hallway when you walk into Revved Up, and the and the first thing you see down that hallway is our ropes course, and then and the zip line is actually mm-hmm. attached to it. So you'll see kids and parents zipping down the, yeah. the zip line. Um, and yeah, there's uh, 13 other elements on it mm-hmm. um, for to traverse and explore. And the kids love the zip line though. They mm-hmm. they'll do the ropes course, and then they all just line up waiting to go down the zip line, and then just go around and do it again and again yeah. and again. So it's, it's awesome. That's a lot of fun. And I know you have laser tag too. Um, so I do want to talk about the restaurant because yeah. you have a lot of different craft, Michigan craft beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the food, like I mentioned earlier, is, is just outstanding. Very, you know, absolutely delicious food. Um, not your typical family entertainment center type food. I mean, this is really amazing stuff. I think you even have Mediterranean food there as well. Uh, or maybe you did at one time hummus and things like that. Um, but Talk about the restaurant, what kind of things you offer. And then also next to the restaurants, you have those like garage bays for birthday parties. Yeah. So like one of the things when we started Revved Up is we didn't want to be viewed as your traditional entertainment center where you go there and you're going to pay too much money for bad pizza. Um, (laughs) So it's like that's a stereotype for our industry. So we wanted it to be better than that. So, yeah, like, I mean, of course we have pizza, but um, we we make our own sauce. Um, We we don't use frozen crusts. and there's we make our own hummus. We make our own salsa for chips and salsa um, as much as we can. We're not we're not as much of a scratch kitchen as John Fiorelli, um, but but yeah, we we do our best to have uh, the best food we can possibly provide, and we try to always be be changing that and updating that so it's as as good as possible for our guests. And and yeah, like you mentioned, we so we have our we call it the filling station restaurant area. And then right next to that is our garage bays, which is where our, our birthday parties have like their actual party room time where they have pizza and cupcakes mm-hmm. and, um, and presents. And, and our, our, our party hosts are such an awesome part of our experience because they, um, in that party space, they, they really try to gear the party towards the kid, the birthday kid to make it a special experience for them and make them feel like the center of attention. Yeah. Um, with everything that they do from the, from the food to magic tricks to mm-hmm. games and presents and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned uh, earlier, my daughter had her birthday party there and it, it, I, I can, I can say from personal experience, you guys do a phenomenal job with the birthday parties. We had a blast. Um, now I got a good, a good question for you. This is actually going to touch on something that you and I talked about off air, but at Revved Up Fun, how much of your business is local and how much do you see folks driving to your store or to your uh, uh, to your uh, location from outside of our area? You mentioned that you see people from different states and from different counties. So touch on that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, most of our business is the Downriver community. Um, so, I mean, like overwhelmingly so. And, that, and that's who we wanted to serve. Um, but we also have a lot of people from Monroe. Um, it's a major part of our business and and the surrounding counties oakland county and everything but um we've actually had people from 42 counties in michigan visit revved up fun as as far north as marquette um (laughs) has come to revved up um and then not only that we've had people from 42 states uh come to revved up and and be able to enjoy that experience so so we truly are a place when i what i think it is is when families bring in people or have have family from out of town like we are a place that they that they come to. It, mm-hmm. it becomes part of the destination of coming here, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is great. So I'm going to talk for a moment, just a second, to our listeners on the other side of this microphone. And as Zach Johnson just said, there's people coming from all over the state of Michigan and from all over the country, 42 states so far. So now, listeners, it's your turn. 
visit Revved Up Fun. And Zach, why don't you tell us what are your hours, how many days are you open, what's your website, how can people find out more? Yeah, so we are, right now we're open uh, Tuesday through Sunday. So on weekdays, we open at five o'clock, uh, close at nine o'clock, Tuesday to Thursday, close at 10 on Friday and Saturday. We're open 12 to 10 Sunday. We're open one to eight. Um, so, and we'll be doing all kinds of Christmas stuff and we're going to have experience Christmas at revved up. Um, so, so be on the lookout at that. You'll be able to find information on our social media platforms as well as revvedupfun.com. Okay. So, so revvedupfun.com. And I got to say, I know for a while, your mom was handling social media, and I, I don't know who is now, but um, but you guys do a phenomenal job with your social media platform. So keep up the great work. So my guest for this segment has been Zach Johnson of Revved Up Fun, and you can go to revvedupfun.com. Sure. You got that right. Revved Up Fun, which is R-E-V-D, up, U-P, and then fun, of course, F-U-N, dot com. So Zach, thank you so much for joining us on, on the Destination Downriver podcast. Greatly appreciate you. Thanks again for, for being here. It was, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Ron. So we will be back with another guest on this edition of the Destination Downriver Podcast. We'll see you in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to the Destination Downriver Podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. I am Ron Henricks. I am your host. And I also want to, again, say a special thank you to today's podcast sponsor, Bella Granite, which is located on Dix Toledo Road in Southgate. And you can visit Bella, Gran- Bella Granite online at bellagraniteandmarble.com. So my next guest is another phenomenal local downriver entrepreneur, and that is Ashley Young. Ashley's the owner of All About Grace, homemade boutique, which is a homemade, uh, I'm sorry, handmade boutique located in downtown Trenton, a business venture that she opened in November of 2019, actually right before the pandemic. So it's a very interesting story in itself um, and something that I'm sure we're going to hear more about from Ashley. So Ashley, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you for having me. So Ashley, um, why don't we just go ahead and start there with your business model. And so I understand that your boutique now hosts over 130 vendors from around Metro Detroit. That's absolutely amazing. How would you describe, uh, actually, first off, why don't you tell us about a little bit about your business model? Um, what does it look like at All About Grace? What can um, shoppers expect? And then also tell us about the merchandise. Describe the merchandise that we might find at All About Grace. So All About Grace, we have always focused on handmade, which from all of our vendors is special because it means a little bit more. Our gifts are time that our vendors have spent, um, and they love the, the business that they have. So everything I know that we put out is nothing but handmade, and there's 100% that goes into every item that you get. If it's an all-natural bath item, if it's a handmade clothing to accessories to men's items, we have a wide range of everything to where we say we have something for everyone, yeah. or if you leave empty handed, like it rarely happens. Like everybody's always walking out the door with something. Mm-hmm. Like everybody always finds something that they that they love there. Um, for me, I love what we do because it helps so many other families mm-hmm. and so many other local people. And that's what's awesome is our store is local, but we do have some vendors that are a little bit away mm-hmm. from our store. So they'll ship us boxes, we'll... We do our best to help anybody that wants to be a part of our store. Okay. So the things you can find with us, um, like I said, there is an area in the store for everything. So Mm -hmm. when you walk through the store, we have our littles area to the right, which has um, amber necklaces, two teethers, burp cloths, Mm. clothing, Mm -hmm. um, all natural bath items because some parents don't like, you know, certain chemicals and things with the children. Yeah. we just offer so much with the kids, toys, bows, headbands. Um, we have superhero capes and wands. And then in our next area, we have our um, women's area, which has handmade jewelry, clothing. We have signs. There's little trinkets. Um, we just really try to have a part of everything we can. So even though we can't just say it's a women's area, well, we have literally everything from headbands, scrunchies to Mm -hmm. 
pens or little mm. bookmarks. Like we have tried to cover every part yeah. that we possibly could. Yeah. So we have our little great. home decor area in the back, which holds our candles. We mm. have blankets, pillows, and then our kitchen area, which holds like towels. Uh, mm. We have soaps, um, hand soaps, laundry soaps. We have stuff for your laundry room if it's not decor, lavender sashels. Mm. The list goes on, but we have so much of everything. And our kitchen area also holds, like, we have a baker, um, Charlie's Chunky Treats. She is um, our licensed baker through the store, which helps us do pies and clusters and mm. caramel apples for the fall time. So she does an awesome job with that. And then uh, we have little things like honey and coffee, mm -hmm. but nothing too crazy. Okay. Yeah. And then we have a little outdoor area, which holds porch signs, door rounds, things for, you know, to decorate outside. Mm. But we kind of just try to hit every area that mm. we can. So it's 130 vendors plus and all their stuff. So, Ashley, you make shopping small very easy because you basically <laughs> offer everything. But it's it's unique because um, they're like all natural products yeah. and, and, and healthy, more of a healthy alternative. Um, and so we've been talking a little bit about in this podcast – uh, Small Business Saturday is coming up on Saturday, November 27th. Do you have anything going on for Small Business Saturday at the shop? Yes, we do. And there is also a whole event that day with mm. the city of Trenton. Mm. So we have multiple businesses, the restaurants, um, the vintage merchantile has moved in down the street. So mm. we have partnered with them um, on a lot of events, which have been great. Um, the roundhouse will be popped up. They will have vendors in their little huts in the front there. Mm. Um, Chirago will run deals, Elliott's Bakery, Promenade across the street. So everybody's mm -hmm. kind of in on it, and mm -hmm. it will be a full day of giveaways, prizes. Mm -hmm. We have um, popped-up vendors in the back in our workshop space. Mm -hmm. uh, during the winter months, it's hard to have the vendors outside. So I try to have them in the back, which holds about four to six people, and then we can sometimes put a couple in the front in the middle area of the store. But we'll do giveaways, um, raffle baskets, and... Um, the whole city will be on it, so it'll be a really good day. That's great. And, you know, there's so much happening in downtown Trenton. It's really remarkable, all the developments that are coming in the future. Um, and so it's a great time to locate a business in downtown Trenton, but also to, of course, support the current existing businesses that are there as well. And we strongly encourage you, of course, all of our listeners to visit downtown Trenton and all the great businesses like All About Grace and others. Um, but let's, so I'm going to get a little bit personal, uh, Ashley. And we talked a little bit about your business model and when you started, um, but the one one of the consistent themes about today's podcast is that all of our business owners or all of our businesses are truly family owned and operated. Mm -hmm. um, and with All About Grace, uh, you have a special, a really special and touching story. Um, and that is the business itself is named in honor of your daughter that you lost to a, a rare childhood leukemia um, eight years ago. So that's a very touching and pers personal and inspirational story um, that really speaks to the genuine nature of your approach at your business. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about your personal story? Okay, so it was the weekend of Christmas and um, she came down with a cold. She was sick. She had strep throat, that kind of thing. So we took her into the doctor. Everything was fine. Well, that Monday after Christmas, she woke up and couldn't walk. Mm. So we took her into Children's that morning, and then she was gone that night. Mm -hmm. So we had no explanation, no... It was one of those where they had no idea. So we left the hospital that day knowing nothing. Mm -hmm. So um, we had to wait, obviously, a few weeks for the um, autopsy and stuff to come back. But um, they did say that it was a rare form of leukemia, which she was 1 in 25 in the United States at the time. Um, she was one out of the 25 to pass within two weeks. They said no child with that form has lasted mm -hmm. over two weeks. And she was the, the number, like her, she passed within so many days. Like mm -hmm. they, when we got the autopsy back, she had the, can the cancer in her system for four days. Mm -hmm. And it just attacked her body that fast. So usually when the kids get it, they don't last longer than two weeks. So unfortunately, it's one of those where we couldn't have done anything, no matter what we did, mm -hmm. it, the end still would have happened. Mm -hmm. But um, so with me, it's more, I know a lot of my vendors who have also became my family, they use this as far as like helping with stress, anxiety, a lot of, that's why I started my business, 
after she passed away, it gave mm -hmm. me something to do. Mm -hmm. It gave me a focus, not saying I, I have my older daughter too, but it kind of got me away from a lot of other things. And so for me, crafting and, you know, getting into stores and having my own business, it helped me with my stress, anxiety, and gave me a reason. Yeah. So for me, when my, some most of my vendors that I work with, it's we're all kind of in the same boat. So it's yeah. like... And then they become more my family than just a vendor or, you know, just another business. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of our vendors are our family. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. Uh, so for the first time on this podcast, I'm like struggling to hold back tears. Um, but truly, Ashley, um, you really are an amazing inspiration. I didn't know your story. And uh, after listening to you and and seeing, learning about what you've done with your business, you truly are inspirational. And uh, uh, I just want to say Thank you for locating Downriver and building your business in the Downriver region. Um, I think that our entire region can be very proud of what you're doing and, and your your story. Um, and then so so the other this really leads into the next question, um, and that is is that with your business model, um, you really see a lot of value in giving back to the community and being an active part of your community. Um, so during the pandemic, which you know, we're kind of still in it, but throughout the really difficult moments of the pandemic, um, your store gave back to the community by donating over 500 masks from vendors as well as doing food drop-offs at three area hospitals, and, and that is uh, Beaumont Trenton, uh, Beaumont Dearborn, Dearborn, and the Henry Ford Wyandotte Hospital. Can you tell us a little bit about that project specifically and then also um, why it's important for you as a business owner to give back to your community and to be involved in your local um, community? So for me, I feel like you it's something you have to do. Mm -hmm. Like you have to give back to like I have everything I have because we give back. Like we are there. Mm -hmm. We there for those months like our vendors were pushing out all of those masks, but at the same time, we knew we were helping out. They didn't need to give us any money. We didn't need, and the ones that did give us donations, we turned it around and made more masks with it. Yeah. Or um, when, the, when the pandemic first started, we made sure that the first responders, everybody that needed masks got masks. Mm -hmm. So if you message us and you just wanted them for yourself just for every day, mm -hmm. we would charge like $3, I think. And then that money would go back to donating the masks that we were just giving away. Okay. Yeah. So we did that. And then we did um, the door rounds, the hearts for healthcare. Mm -hmm. So all of the money that we um, got from those door rounds went to the three hospitals. So we did a food drop-off, which also included like plates, napkins, silverware, drinks. So we did that to both hospitals, Beaumont and Dearborn and in Henry Ford and Wyandotte. And then we actually used a local, the local restaurant, the Promenade across the street, mm -hmm. and they fed the surgical staff at Beaumont in uh, Trenton. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's what we did with that. And then um, it just, it continues to go into our events. Like when every Christmas we have Grace's Winter Wonderland, we mm -hmm. adopt a family. We, mm -hmm. we just, we are always striving on giving back because if it wasn't for us giving you, that that's how we get all the love back mm -hmm. is you have to give to get it back. Yeah. And that's the thing is like our vendors give so much and that's why we are who we are. Mm -hmm. Like I stand behind everything that we do because it matters. Mm -hmm. It matters to the people, and you have you have to be there for people, and that's that's what matters. You will get back what you give. That's great, Ashley. And um, you know, I've I've been, I've been with the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber for almost five years now. And um, when I first came here, that's and, and I for the past five years, I've been really focusing on the fact that it's it's our vision here at the chamber and and really throughout the community to bring people together to have a positive and lasting impact on the region. Um, and it's so exciting to talk to an entrepreneur and a business owner um, who truly gets that vision and and is not, o not only is a part of it, but you're inspiring others to have that positive, lasting impact on our region. Um, and it's entrepreneurs like you that's really making Downriver um, such an amazing place to live and to work. Uh, and you know, you're a big part of the destination downriver efforts that we're that we're whole, that we're doing here, and I, I greatly appreciate everything that you're doing in your story. Um, and you touched on the the next question I was going to ask you, uh, and you touched on this, 
the fact that we're entering into the holiday season and the Christmas season, um, and you talked about a very special program and event that you do at your store um, in honor of your daughter. So tell us a little, kind of give us some details about that uh, as we, again, as we're entering the holiday season. So we do resets for a lot of the holidays, which we did have our Christmas reveal reset, Mm -hmm. but we do a big, another kind of big reset where we stock the store with everything Christmas, get ready for gift giving time. Mm -hmm. But um, Grace's Winter Wonderland is the 4th, um, December 4th. It is the first weekend um, Mm -hmm. every December. We also uh, have the parade in downtown Trenton that follows. And they have Santa and like things down at City Hall. Mm-hmm. But that day we do a adopt a family. So we pick a family that is in need in the area and we fill a tree with bulbs and everything the kids and the family want. And whatever bulb you pick, it has the item that you will purchase for the family. Mm-hmm. And um, we drop it off and surprise them for Christmas. We do raffles, giveaways. We have vendors popped up in the back. We have food trucks outside. Um, we plan on doing a fresh Christmas tree lot this year. Mm-hmm. We'll have a s'mores bar, and then Elliot's next door runs um, deals for like coffee and hot cocoa and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But right. yeah, it's kind of we do the Santa drop-off box mm-hmm. for the kids. So we have the letters mm-hmm. for Santa. Uh, we will have props outside so you can take pictures. Yes. Yeah. And we'll do, we have like reindeer feed for the kids and cookie mm. painting kits. So it's kind of just a fun day to get mm. out. And then, like I said, mm. the parade follows. So then we just stand outside and wave to all the kids yeah. and all that. So yeah, yeah, it's a fun time. That sounds like a lot of fun. And and you mentioned a couple of times that you're located right next to Elliot's Bakery. Yes. And Dr. Chris, I call her Dr. Chris. She's PhD. She's, I mean, just, she's like one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. So she's, you know, phenomenal. But uh, Chris Davidson and her husband, they own Elliot's Bakery. Yes. Um What's it? Did you, do you partner with them often? And what's it like to be to be located next to a great entrepreneur like Chris and her husband? Oh, we we do really well. We love being next to them. We're always you know shooting people next door. She'll send people mm. my way, and then she'll run deals. And mm. she always tells me all the events. Like I'm crazy busy today, so mm. it's been it's really nice having them. And it's mm. it's a joke now because I open a store next to a bakery every time, mm. and it's just one of those. Where <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was next to River Cues and then Scoopy, so I could always smell the stuff coming through the oh, walls gosh. and now i'm next to elliot's and yeah. now grace's wood co in flat rock uh the the bakery next door opens up on thursday so mm-hmm. i can smell that coming through the walls so it's like no matter what i'm just i'm not complaining but it's next to a bakery every time <laughs> that's great that's a great story ashley thank you so much for being with us today um as we kind of wrap up this segment in the podcast um tell us what are your what are your business hours and your website how can we learn more about all about grace so we are on social media, Instagram and Facebook. We are open Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday from 12 to 4, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday from 12 to 6. And then you can follow our event section on Facebook, which we hold large events once a month, which includes outdoor vendors, food trucks, live entertainment, um, that kind of thing. So all of our information is pretty much on social media. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So that was, uh, I'm here with Ashley Young, who again is the owner of All About Grace Handmade Boutique, located in downtown Trenton. So Ashley, thank you again for being with us on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. So you've been listening to the Destination Downriver podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. And again, I do want to say a special thank you to Bella Granite. Uh, in uh, uh, in Southgate, who was today's podcast sponsor. And you can learn more about them at bellagraniteandmarble.com. This is Ron Henricks. I have been your host, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next month on the Destination Downriver Podcast. <laughs>